Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this sixth day of January. I uh, got a big show tonight. Got Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez on. Going to talk about this, the uh, Mar Hamlin situation, get his opinion on that. Also, going to go over this week's NFL playoffs games, uh, playoff game situations here, obviously. And, um, We'll also uh, get I'll get his a comment on the national championship game coming up on Monday night. Uh, I do want to announce that I'm also live here on uh, my friend Dan Harris's Let's Talk Sports channel as well. Dan Dave Harris, I want to say, uh, Let's Talk Sports channel here. I'll be back in a minute and 19 seconds here, folks, and we will hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Hello, Sports Scope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash Sportscope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why Sportscope? Well, I bring in such big names, uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and, and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is Sports Scope, again, spelled the same way. Or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, Sports Scope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you, and enjoy the program. Okay, now I'm live here on All Links, and I've got Carlos here. Hey, Carlos, good to see you tonight, man. How you doing on this Friday night, Chief? Yo, happy New Year's. Happy Friday. How's it going, everybody? Robert, yes. how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all yeah. Right over here. exactly. First first show we've done in, in 2023 together here. Um, you know... I, don't. I guess we'll, we'll just start off with, uh, you know, this crazy incident that happened on Monday night football with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, you know, lots happened since then. I haven't got your take on that. What's your thoughts on that? It's pretty scary, man. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was on with Keith earlier this morning. We talked about it, and it's just um, I'm, I'm glad that uh, the reaction from the coaches, the reaction from uh, the 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 emergency team there was, you know, was, um, you know, quick and uh, they were able to take care of him as quick as they did. And um, what the NFL did, you know, went above and beyond because of the situation. Nobody knew what was going on. So, um, you know, it's a scary situation for sure. Um, the best thing right now so far is that he's recuperating, that he's uh, been able to uh, communicate uh, with with his loved ones, with his friends, his family, and um, yeah, you know, and we know that he's doing. He's gonna hopefully be doing better. He's on a road to recoveries, so um, you we you don't ever want to wish that on on your worst enemy, man. Um, yeah, uh, even even like simple injuries, you don't you, you know if they, they happen, they happen. But this is something just freak freak accident, and um, yeah, I saw something like this a few years back when I was watching the soccer game, European Championship. Uh, to a, a Danish player, um, and he was lucky because uh, was it the, a blow to the chest like that? Yeah, yeah, he was lucky. Okay. He 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 made it because in, in the stand there was a surgeon, a heart surgeon, who yeah. actually knew how to uh, what to do. Um, yeah. So um, he just got lucky that the surgeon was there, you know, um, because uh, they didn't really have an action plan. Um, they just had a regular action plan for an injured player. They didn't have something like this for an. Uh, a player with a cardiac arrest. So, um, and just just to know that that happened, that kind of set a course for the NFL to follow as well. You know, so yeah. Um, you know, 
this is something that nobody ever expected to do, but the fact is that they were able to manage the situation as best as possible. I think the hardest thing was that it was in the public eye that it was going on on national television. Um, you know, fans say what they want to say, you know, spectators, you know, people watching TV say what they have to say. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, this, this kid is doing better. He's recuperating and, um, uh, you know, keep praying for him and his family and the teams and that we don't have to see something like this happen, you know, again, on the field. Yeah. 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 That's true. Now, um, what are your thoughts on them not being able to make up this game uh, and canceling the game? Do you think they should have canceled that game? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, we nobody I asked that because it sounds like, you know, Skip Bayless thinks they should have played the game, you know? I mean, you know, and, and he, he the result of what Skip is, uh, is um, you know, he, he just caught, he got caught in a moment, right? Yeah. Um, he's eating his own medicine because, uh, you know, he's taking his own medicine because he, he would talk about other players and um, other people doing that, tweeting and texting during games and that, you know, this and that. So um, now he, he did that and he, he wasn't cognizant of what, what the situation and, you know, he's, he got beat up a little bit about that, but um, that's Skip Bayless, you know, um, and that was in the moment. And again, nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. Well, you know, he kept the tweet up, but you know, yeah. whatever it is, what it is, man, you know, um, and I, I don't like what they've done. I don't know if you read the day that uh, there's not going to be a, they're still trying to figure out there's not going to be, there's going to be a neutral site. Right. If one of these teams make it to the AFC championship game. I, uh, me personally, I think they should have made the game up. And even if they got to push the playoffs back, but I'm one of these solve it on the field guys, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I, mean I, I think that's what they're trying to do at the end of the day. They're trying to get solve it on the field, but they're not doing it where, you know, the game should take place. Um, you know, it's something that, you know, they if they cancel the game, they have to find a way to figure it out. And yeah. and the worst part is that we as fans don't get to help decide what the best way is, right? And those guys who, who were there, the fans that were there, um, people watching, people who made plans, you know, with for this game, that's that it affects all them, the players and the coaches. Oh yeah. It's affecting all of them. So the fact that the NFL PA and the NFL working to trying to find something to figure this thing out is better than them just, you know, not doing anything at all, which it kind of feels like right now they're not doing anything, but um, it sounds like they're going to find a solution because they need to, not because they want to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty jacked up either way. It sounds like Cincinnati got the raw end of the deal. Uh, Tom Perestrio of NFL network said, uh, you, one would be surprised that home field advantage is not really that big a deal. It's uh, in the last 48 games or 44 games, 24 of the home teams won, 20 the away teams won. Yeah. And yeah, last not, year, the, the two one seeds, Tennessee and Green Bay, lost in the divisional round. Yeah, and, I, and I, sometimes I mention that to people like just because you're the home team doesn't guarantee you anything. It's just, it just means that you could practice and stay at home. And sometimes, you know why it's a bad thing is because when you're at home, you can get distracted by things that are at home, right? You can, you, yeah. you're still around your family or you can go visit your family or you're close to your family. You, um, you're in a, you're, you know, like you're, you don't get in a mindset that you have to go play somewhere, right? Cause you're at right. home. So there's a lot of distractions that can happen. It can be, it can be a bad thing. Um, and this is where mental fortitude comes in. You know, you're That's player, right. You, you got to push through. through. That's you better, right. You better get focused. So, Yeah. Yeah, I think both of these teams are really strong, and they both handled it really classy. Uh, coaches, that actually, I think the NFL did they did the right thing as far as canceling the game. And uh, uh, I know that there was some hesitation there. Uh, I do think that someone in NFL tried to get that five minute warm up thing going and try to get the game going back on. Uh, I think the coaches stepped in. They're not going to say this publicly, but they said, "Hey, these these guys thinking." They're thinking this guy may have died or will die. I thought he was going to die. I didn't think he was going to make it. You know, uh, it's a miracle for what he's. You know, he they've got him off the ventilator and everything, man. Yeah, like Talked to the team today. 
Yeah, so I don't I don't they still on IR, of course. They still yeah, have my test. I don't understand what is the need and what is the 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 reasoning for trying to figure out every exact moment of whether the NFL and why the NFL was choosing to do what they did. Like it ha- this is a situation that doesn't occur all the time. It's not something, it's not a, an injury to a player who gets up, gets carted off the field, waves a hand right. goodbye, and then you start playing. It wasn't that. And even when that happens, it's tough to get back in a groove of things and emotions tend to sway. And, and it's, it's tough on, on the teams that, that lose players. Um, or sometimes it can help them. It just depends yeah. on, you know, on the situation. So, but I don't, what is, what, why is it necessary to figure out, well, did NFL want to continue? Did they not want to continue? Like, you know, I think the most right. important thing is that the, what the coaches did, what the teams did, what they decided to do. And the fact that they took care of this kid to make sure that he was going to, you know, try to get the best situation for him. Uh, and, you know, no, nobody, I don't think anybody's upset that that happened. I think that the media is trying to figure out why the NFL chose to, to not, you know, play is right now. It's just something that shouldn't even matter. Yeah, at the moment. It was in the moment, a lot of chaos going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so let, let's go back to last week. Now green Bay ended up knocking out Minnesota. Uh, one catch by Justin Jefferson. I mean, what, what a, what a play Ooh. by, they uh, shut him down. Alexander is playing some really good corner out there. Looking like your guy, Darrell Revis, former New York Jet, who's uh, a finalist for the NFL Hall of Fame, by the way. I think he'll make it. I, if I had to pick two out of the 15, I would say Darrell Revis is definitely going to make it the first ballot. And I think that left tackle Joe Thomas not to get too far. So what? what's your thoughts on Green Bay, Minnesota last week, man? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that Green Bay went out and 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 put him on the island, well, with with the CB and the fact that they didn't even run the ball as much as they should have to set up the to set up any kind of plays. Uh, they yeah. really, they really didn't didn't do much. Uh, so let's say you take away my best receiver, you yeah. got two other receivers and you got a running back that that <laughs> that can do things. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't – it's not a Minnesota team that doesn't have weapons. They even got a tight end, Hawkinson, who could do things. Like, I don't I don't get what happened with with this coaching staff and why they couldn't just figure it out and make adjustments. I mean, you're a top-rated NFC team. You you were leading number your division. Two, number point. two seed in the league. Yeah, I, I like, told you I think they're fraud, like, man. This, I... this team don't deserve to be – <laughs> getting far you, you can't deserve it. You can't make these kind of like um yeah. decisions and you can't make these these kind of changes in your playbook, you know, with somebody guarding your best player, man. You you gotta you don't you, you something's wrong. Look, I know one thing. If I'm a fan, a Minnesota fan, I'm looking to make sure that that offensive coordinator gets fired the next season, no matter what. Dang. Because you can't have even if they shut down your MVP, you cannot have an opportunity like you did to beat up on the Green Bay Packers. Look, you know that the Packers, you know they not they don't rank in the top 10 in NFL football in the defense. Well, you know? it's, so, it's it's not how you played in September, it's how you playing. I know, in, in but January, they made them look like December. they was a top top rated and defensive team. Yeah. And and Aaron jo- and uh and and uh you know look, Aaron Rodgers is right. not yeah. the the Aaron Rodgers of yesteryear and they they didn't really make him look like a superstar, but he wasn't, you know, he was able to maneuver and manipulate situation in his favor. Um, Cause I don't think they played great to be honest with you, but they, they did just enough. Yeah. And this, this whole mediocrity in the NFL of just enough is just ridiculous. I don't, I, I don't like it. I hope that next year they do a better job and, and this needs to stop, man. It's yeah. Just a friend of mine at work said he, he thinks the same thing. The, the league is very, very watered down this year. Um, uh, so what do you think about the uh, Jets there? That, that was one you called right there. Uh, losing at Seattle. Uh, man, that their offense looks bad. And They don't have an offensive coordinator, yeah. man. Yeah. Who they, now, who's I, I, I did predict that possibly – there's a very good possibility. We got Black Monday coming up where a lot of head coaches get fired. I think they're going to force Salah to fire McFloor. Um, LeFleur? Mike LeFleur, I guess. LeFleur. Uh, 
do you think that that's going to happen? Or do you think maybe that this coach may lose his patience with Robert Salah and, and get fired on, on next week? Listen, if okay, Robert Salah, well, well the GM has a, a couple ways of doing this, all right. And the, and if and if he's trying to keep Lafleur because Lafleur is young, and if they they think he's an upcoming going to head coach candidate, they they want to baby him, fine. But you have to go out and find a championship winning caliber offensive coordinator, um, who who will never be a coach, because <laughs> you need him to stick around for three to five years. If yeah. you want, if you want your 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 offense to to be up to par to your deep to balance out your defense, and then after you get your coordinator, you sit down with the GM and the coach, and you find yourself a quarterback that will work in the system or that can work outside the system. That way, you can play off of him and his skills and abilities. And if you're a knucklehead, you keep this guy, you know, and, and you don't do anything, then you, you're gonna have the same problems next season. Um, yeah. but I, that's what I would do. And I, and you don't, you don't necessarily have to fire LaFleur. I would fire him, but you don't have to fire him. You can make him your quarterback. You can make him your quarterback, uh, coach. coach. You can make him, uh, okay. assistant, right? Because again, you know, they're all leaning on the Shanahan system, which I think is bogus. Anyway, you know, you know how I feel yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but you got to move forward, man. You got to, you know, you, you saw that the Fleur, he, he has no positive, influence on the quarterback he has no positive influence on the o-line even even though he's not an old offensive line coach yeah. he has no positive motivation or influence on any of the wide receivers you see that elijah moore was crying about you know being in the game not being in the game like this is not a good situation for the jets they need to move away from the drama they need to move away from. Yeah, they're gonna get some older, older, more experienced. Get a winning coach. Tighten these I mean, young players up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even feel bad if they went out and got Ben Roethlisberger as an offensive coordinator. I wouldn't even <laughs> feel bad about that because at least he's been to the big game. He's, he's right, a championship right. type of player, you know. Come okay. On, something, man. Anything about last week's games that we talked about? Anything you want to add, uh, Miami and New England? Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, Miami just keeps – this is snowballing and just keeps going going. Uh, next tell you, remember we talked about Teddy Bridgewater getting hurt. What I, I said, what I tell you, it happened. Man, this guy's Nostradamus, ain't he? <laughs> I told my dad, I said, you know, I was on my, talking with Mad New Yorker Friday. I said, you know, I, I don't know why that they went out and got – an injury prone backup, and that's twice now that he's been injured. In any, he's not going to play this week, by the way. Skylar Thompson's going to play again. Thompson is your new quarter now. Um, I mean, people say that he's he's the next coming, uh, but I'm like, make, make, you know, he, if he don't play like Purdy, then he ain't coming. You know, the next yeah, he's already had one. three picks. He's no Purdy now. No man, listen, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> just run, look again, McDaniel's. Um, Daniels is I mean, Daniels, he just got to run the ball quick. Yeah. Just Mostert is okay. You get you you're gonna get frustrated with a speed a speed running back, right? They will frustrate you because you get two yards here, you get four back, you four back, you get yeah. two, you know. But when he breaks big, and he cha- he's a game changer. Yeah, he, he's very fast, right? So you don't don't blame your your running back for for the 10 carries you give him because you just should have gave him 25, right? So yeah. all they have to do is run the ball and just trust, trust, just trust the plan. Just trust it. Because yeah. if, if, if most breaks big, all of a sudden the confidence goes up and you, what happens? The defense, they have to hold. Yeah. In. They're not this. They're, they're like, they're like Dallas, you know, they're not yeah. disciplined oh, with, man, with, their, with their running game. Oof, it's just so, man, you, I don't know. You watch games drinking. I, I used to drink and watch games. Now I have to take an acid and Maalox and stuff because it's just right, like, right. watching these games. And you're like, Man, oh. I watch them in the morning after I get back from church. I usually just eat a bunch of junk food. I haven't watched a game drinking in years. Uh, okay, as far as us, uh, I'll tell you what. Since, since Cincinnati had the league before the incident, I'll give you that game if you want it. Nah, man. Okay. Just the NFL suspend the game? Okay, suspend we'll, we'll suspend it. Uh, I'm still leading by four games, and you're right. We'll start over in the playoffs. <laughs> Not that there's any competition. Nah, it's just man, it's what it is. We're you all know, just giving our opinion. It's just educated guesses, right? I mean, listen, 
even as far as like these games, and they've been too close to even call. Like, I, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm texting you like, "Hey, look, it's, it's happening," <laughs> and then like ten minutes later, you know, they're tied twenty twenty, and then a field goal, and that's the game. It's like terrible. I mean, hey, man, it, it it is. It really is interesting. Okay, look, let's stay with that. Let's stay with that team, Miami. Now, Miami will play the Jets. The Jets still want to play spoiler. They, they, they're everybody's still playing for their job with the Jets. They're not holding back on anything. Okay. Uh, Joe Flacco will be playing for the <laughs> Jets. Uh, I, I like him better than, than uh, Zach Wilson. And, and Mike Weiss got broken ribs, by the way. He still has, I mean, they, they haven't, um, they haven't, they're not going to cure overnight. Like, you know, this isn't something that you could just put some Bondo on and just move on forward. Right. Right. But the problem with Miami, though, is their left tackle still going to be out? Tearing Armstead, they're going to get some yeah. defensive guys back, but they have offensive line guys that are out. Mm-hmm. But again, they're, they've got this Skylar Thompson guy. Uh, this game will be in Miami, and I did read that Teddy Bridgewater will, will be the backup. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go out on limb and say the Jet, the Jets spoil the Miami Dolphins playoff. By the way, if uh, Let's see. New England plays Buffalo. If Buffalo beats the Patriots and Miami win, Miami's in the playoffs. Okay. Uh, the Jets are already eliminated. Right. I think the Jets actually, if you're looking at Flacco versus this Skylar Thompson guy, who's his QBR is like 55 and he's got one touchdown and three picks. He's a rookie. I actually think Flacco, last game Flacco played for the Jets, he won. He beat Cleveland. Oh, geez, Louise. You know? I actually think that the Jets go down there and spoil Miami's teams. Love to play spoiler. Yeah, I mean, they love to play spoiler. The Jets again tr- sticking with the with the common theme of drama. I mean, they are they this Joe Flacco guy. Like this is his swan song game. I guess do you want to give him that? Like, is is it so ridiculous right now with the quarterbacks that they want to give him a swan song? The Strebler, the Strebler kid that plays is actually better than Mike White, than all three of those guys. He's he's been more consistent, and they're not giving him an opportunity. This is how ridiculous the Jets are right now on offense. Like you got a quarterback. Now I know it's this not. This is not going to be a fun game. Yeah, you're right. It's not going to be a fun game. This game, but is I gonna think be it's going to be an interesting game. Ten to seventeen, and 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 I'm giving it to the Dolphins. So but, okay, I say 17 13 Jets spoil the Dolphins right now. Nah. You say uh the 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 Dolphins win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will take that. All right. Here we go. Here I go. Like uh okay, now this game doesn't sound important, but it is. Okay, <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland The reason why they want to play well because they want Deshaun Watson to continue to develop chemistry here cleveland is not playing for draft picks houston's got cleveland's pick remember they had to give up a whole lot to get deshaun watson to that team in the first place pittsburgh's win over baltimore last week was huge i told you i thought pittsburgh would win i like what kenny pickett's been doing lately i like the play he did down the stretch to beat baltimore by the way lamar jackson not gonna play again this week are you sure you want lamar jackson with the jets by the way yeah because you know i think what, he's, <laughs> what, what, what lamar jackson is doing is playing is is playing his card saying you know you guys didn't give me a contract so why should i even you know play a playoff game for you if i know we're not you know you're not serious about me so you know he's playing his cards like anybody else who who's who's in a contract situation um you know, he's going to play a playoff game to get hurt even more, you know? Right, right. <laughs> Pickles likes Miami by two. Okay, now uh, let me finish this analysis. Now, Cleveland uh, Cleveland did beat Pittsburgh earlier this year. Now, that was with Mitch Trubisky. You know, I mentioned, um, I mentioned Kenny Pickett playing well lately. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, both teams are relatively healthy other than J- Davion Clowney says he's not going to be in Cleveland next year. And Cleveland saw, oh, is that okay? Well, go on home then. Uh, but that being said, I like the way Watson played last week against Washington. He eliminated Washington with his play. They're out of the playoffs. 
By the way, Ron Rivera, I think, may get fired next week. Uh, but here's the thing about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's came off life support, too. Uh, they if, if if Pittsburgh wins and the Patriots lose Ooh, and the Dolphins lose, which I think both will happen, uh, Pittsburgh can get in the playoffs as you, a wild you're sneaking card. Pittsburgh in right into the playoffs, right? Well, I think they could get in. Uh, well, that, those are scenarios, but well, that's your picks, my, but not just scenarios. Those are your picks. No, that's not my picks. Yeah, you're picking. You're picking Miami to lose. Are you picking the Patriots to win? No, 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 no. I think Buffalo will beat the Patriots. Okay, so that's your pick. You're picking. Oh, those are my picks, but uh, you ain't let me finish these picks. <laughs> I think Cleveland's actually going to beat Pittsburgh. It comes down to the quarterback play, man. Uh, Deshaun Ooh. Watson's going to beat Kenny Pickett. And Cleveland's going to get the sweep, and they're going to run the dreams of Pittsburgh. 26-21, Browns win. What's your thought on Cleveland-Pittsburgh? What's Pittsburgh record right now? Uh, I think they're like 500, 8-8. Eight eight. They're yeah. the 8-8 eight eight or 7-9. I have to go back and look. But, Tom may uh, never have a, a, a year where he wasn't below 500? Uh, that is true, no. Mark it on your calendar. You're gonna make it again. Pick Pickle says Watson is yeah yeah Watson's played well. Uh, two touchdowns last week by Amari Cooper. I said that on the Mac Jack think, and Jim Jeffcoat show. I think Cooper, the Pittsburgh play is gonna be a lot better. They have a lot of hope, and I think they'll win this game. I'm not sure if everything will fall in their favor to make to make the playoffs, but they will be a 500 team and in the season. So yeah. I pick Pittsburgh to beat Cleveland. And I think it's going to be 27 to 20, 21 or 24. Okay. Okay. All righty then. And we move right along. Okay. You don't want them in the, so you don't want them in the playoffs. It's not that I just call balls and strikes, you know, and and when it's even, (laughs) when it's even, um, I always go with the better quarterback. You know, I think Flacco's better than Skylar Thompson. I think, uh, Sean Watson's better than Kenny Pickett. Maybe Kenny Pickett becomes better, but not right now. You so listen. How many how many games has Deshaun Watson won since he's been quarterback? Oh, he won last game. week, didn't he? Okay, how, how many games total? Uh, I think he's he's only played like four. I think he's two and two. How many games has Kenny Pickett won? Uh, I don't know. Maybe one or two. I don't know. They've had like three quarterbacks up there this year. Yeah, but they so I feel like Kenny Pickett and Deshaun Watson right now are on on even keel as far as 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 far as the season's concerned. Remember, this is a very very just on on a unappealing season, man. This a medi- this is a mediocre season. Well, there's a lot of injuries all over the NFL. Yeah. You know, it's you you thought that I was thinking maybe like after the fifth or sixth game they pick it up. But no, this has been like this has been like preseason football all year. And so um if the teams are all lads of lackadaisical or mediocre like that, what makes you think that the just because a guy is an all-star athlete, he's gonna be picking it up. He just has to play bare minimum, right? And Deshaun Watson's one of oh, those he's, guys. He's getting better every week. Yeah, man. but he's bare minimum. Yeah, Washington he, needed that game last week, and he played really well. So uh, I mean, he he. You know, I, well, I seen, mean, of course, you know, Wentz sucks, but uh, I, it is what it is. I have yet to see um, Watson ball all out, and I've seen Kenny Pickett try to ball out and throw a few interceptions. <laughs> so um, I feel like they're on even cue right now. The biggest. Um, Change the game changer will be the running backs of the Steelers, Najee Harris, and the um the other kid. Uh, yeah, if they, if they the get one that we pl- saw last, he he, you know, he did pretty good in that Baltimore game. If, the if other they guy. get a combination of thirty five rushes, that Cleveland's not going to win that game, man. So yeah, I'm I'm going on that because they're not going to give Kenny Pickett the game to lose. Right? They're yeah. going to be like, listen, kid, this is oh, your it's, game. it's a coin toss game. That's why I gave it to you. You know, I, I think it's a very close game. I think it'll be a very hard-fought good yeah. game. I, I think – And there's game, playoff ramifications. This game will be actually a probably one of the better ones to watch. Yeah. But it's going to be a low-scoring game. But it's going to be one of the better low-scoring games to watch. It's yeah, gonna be I, I, I tell everybody that Baltimore-Pittsburgh, that's one of those low-scoring games that's fun to watch because yeah, so, yeah. every play is intense. Yeah, you know, so I like I like the I like Cleveland to get the sweep of of the uh, Cleveland's got a very good roster. 
Um, I mean, like, it's been overlooked because their quarterback play has been dreadful. Because Watson was suspended the first 11 games, man. We're not, I mean, I think he's got, I think he's three and three. I have to go back and check, but the guy ain't played in almost two years. I mean, that's not too bad. So it's hard, it's hard to come back when you haven't played in almost two seasons. Um, moving right along. Okay. I don't know if you heard about this story. Uh, Sean Payton, there, there's, there's another, uh, uh, report that he may take a TV job. You know what? I've been saying this for a long time. Sean Payton is, uh, he knows that this team is top heavy. This, this Ram team over the last two years, they've been very top heavy. Uh, they've got 11 losses. That's the most by any Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. I think he's thinking about Matt Stafford. They run the Shanahan system. Mm-hmm. Keep well, going. I'm just thinking he think about Matt Stafford's injury history. Right. And he's looking at Aaron Donald's going to possibly retire last, mm-hmm. next year. He he almost retired this year. He's not going to play Sunday. Seattle's still in the playoff uh, hunt, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to need a little bit of help. This game is going to be at Seattle. Now, there's a 50% chance of rain. Uh, Seattle needs to win. The Seattle game will be before the Green Bay. Green Bay game is going to be on Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Seattle game is going to be, uh, when it, was it like 1.30 Pacific time, whatever. And uh, about 50% chance of rain. I think Mavay gets his 12th loss. 28-19 Seahawks stay alive for a few hours in the playoff race. And I think uh, Sean McVay takes one of those TV jobs. What do you think about Sean McVay possibly leaving the Rams? I mean, and, and doing like a John Gruden or, or like a John Madden. If for he a few wants, years. if McVay wants to do whatever he wants, it doesn't matter at this point because he got he got he got his dream right. He got to win the Super Bowl, and that's, that's what I'm thinking. He's already coaches, got his ring, you know. When the coaches do that, then they they kind of. Go off into the you know into the sunset and do whatever the heck they want. Jimmy Johnson never went back to coaching. Yeah, you know he should. Well, have been. He left for a little while, then he went back to Miami. Didn't Miami, he? Yeah, but when he, after he left Miami, he didn't go back. He could have right. coached about five more years, maybe even six. Um, but it just you know he he got he got his prize and that was it. You know, so um, Pickle says he's the most overrated in NFL history. Pickles, you know he run that Shanahan system, and you know how I feel about that. So. Pickles don't like those techno geeks. <laughs> they draw a plays, listen to a bunch of techno music in the background, you know. <laughs> hey, man, you want some water? You thirsty? <laughs> so who do you like to win this? My point is the Seahawks. He, yeah, okay. The Rams, the Rams are really going to try to beat them. Baker Mayfield wants to play for a job. That that's the reason why I brought this game up. I Baker, think the Rams are going to try to win. Baker Mayfield probably try to make this a game because he's going against a quarterback that's that he probably feels is inferior to him because yes. he's got that kind of mentality. But um, it's not going to be just about the quarterback. I think the defense is going to ball out. Um, the one thing that this coach in Seattle does is motivate people, and he's yeah. going to have them ready uh, and prepare for this game. As long as the Seahawks stay away from getting petty penalties, um, they'll be they'll be they'll be okay. They they'll compete, and they can be a Rams team that hasn't really shown up all yeah. year. So, well, they, they, they did beat the Raiders. And again, if the if the Seattle Seahawks cannot beat the Rams, then you don't deserve to be in the playoffs, That's true. man. If you can't beat the Rams without Aaron Donald, I mean, and you're at home. Uh, I, I think I think Seattle win. I think I think they win 28-19. Yeah, it's going to be, it's gonna be go, Baker Mayfield will keep it close, trying to yeah. press. Um, and the Rams will try to you know try try to make it offensive, but it's it's Seattle all the way. Plus, the defense is starting to come together. That young group that they have in Seattle. Yeah, that's um, true. Their cornerback so, play has played a lot better in the secondary here lately. So I'm sure that the coach has motivated him, getting them ready, playoff ready. You know, because. You got to at this point. You can't play the last game and lose to a team that yeah. they need a rank, man. Come on. But Rams will bring it. They will bring it against them. And I, I, I think Pickles, it'll be a dogfight early. Seattle pulls away late 28-19 at home. Yeah, yeah. I Seattle. got Seattle on that game, yeah. Yeah, something like that. It might be, okay. it might be 24-21 at the end. Well, because they are division rivals. I mean, that – that could very well be the case. Okay, Green Bay. They're going to play. 
Detroit, Detroit, if if Detroit wins and um and the Rams beat Seattle, uh Detroit's gonna bring it no matter what, because they want to play for for Coach Campbell there, Dan Campbell. Uh the Packers are four and a half point favorites. I'm really in on the Packers these last three weeks. I'm gonna stay with them. I think the Packers win. They but get you in. Was, you was pressing with the Detroit Lions for the last six weeks. Yeah, you well, was like Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. I All was, I heard yeah. was golf and Detroit and this and that. The Detroit's been really good. They're not quite ready for prime time. You know what ready. really took me off Detroit when they lost that Carolina a few weeks ago. I said they're not quite there. I was impressed with their road win against the Jets, and I realized the Jets have no offense. <laughs> uh, and, but Detroit on the road, not quite there. 24-16, Packers get the win. Packers going to be dangerous in the playoffs because the defense is playing stellar and no injuries on the offensive side for uh, Green Bay of any significance. Uh, Christian Watson back, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, both both tackles for for Green Bay. Yeah, I, I like Green Bay on Sunday night. Get into the playoffs, man. 27-24, Green Bay wins. Green Bay wins a close one. Wow. My Mason Crosby last minute field goal. Yeah, man. You know how it is. <laughs> you already know, right? The, green the and yellow. Was, green and yellow. They'll score. <laughs> look, Detroit's going to score quick. They're going to be down. Rogers is going to bring them back up. Then it's going to go back and forth. And then at the end of the game, Crosby says win. Detroit with the upset. Rogers get picks three times. Maybe oh, he, he goes in there the overconfident. And maybe they do. I, I like Green Bay though. I don't think has Aaron Rodgers ever been intercepted three times in a game this season. Mm, I know Detroit got the best of him last time, but they always play him well, Detroit. You know, but this is in Green Bay. This and, is Green Bay, uh, yeah, and. Remember that Wiz Khalifa song, Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow? Uh, Little Wayne made a made a uh he made a remix because he he was a he was pulling for the Packers that year in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I remember that. Green and yellow, green and yellow. Yeah, that's Green Bay Packer cheese head on and all that. Yeah. I remember that junk. Yeah, yeah. The Packers the Packers play good. I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of the Green Bay, but they're gonna win this one, but they're gonna be one and done. So I, I just, I just call balls and strikes, and they're playing good football, man. They're they're playing yeah, good. They, they're playing they, good. They they doing what what I dislike the most. They're playing good defensively. I don't want to say they're and playing great. And 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 this I is, don't want to exaggerate too much. <laughs> and it's kind of weird that they're playing like this, especially since they play the Shanahan system. Um, is that they're playing like home like. Like Reed and and Peterson play like they they just play inch by inch and like you know you just it's it's just draw they draw they draw out every single down you're like oh my goodness yeah Rogers he's not lightning he don't look like the guy we've seen in 2010 but you know sometimes you just got to do what you can to win the game you know that's what he's doing right now it looks he, like he's managing and I, I can see that taking a a leap here in the next few weeks because he's getting more it's coming together for them they they, they could be a dark horse super bowl team man for real oh no and this uh and this it's just not deep enough man that's a problem they don't they can't score fast enough to, yeah. to keep to keep ahead of these teams that are that are, that are good defensively on the, on the front end so right Last but not least, Saturday night. I know you're excited about this game. Uh, the yep. Titans will have Josh Dobbs. Uh, he's going to start again, former University of Tennessee player. We both were impressed with the way he played on that Thursday game. I don't think – I'm going to go out on limb. I don't think Traylon Burks is going to play. He's got a growing injury, their rookie wide receiver. But Titan Derrick Henry, 100%, full practice all week. Uh, Dino Walter and Jeffrey Simmons, that's the heart of the Titans' defensive line. Jacksonville playing really well. One one going away last week. I didn't, I didn't think that they would play Houston that strong, as good as Houston's been playing. But uh, they're six-point favorites at home, Jacksonville. Colin Coward calls for uh, Tennessee to get the outright upset. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee comes up a little bit short. Uh, 27-24, Jacksonville. Get, gets the win now the titan fans it's asking me about this during the week 
the Titans lose this game, they can be ninth or tenth in the draft, which they have offensive line help. If they win, they may go as far as 19, 20, even if they're one and done. But a lot of people want to see that extra game being played and, and, and see how well Dobbs plays in the system. Uh, I could see it going the other way because if, if Henry gets going, uh, you know, I, I think Jacksonville can have some problems there. And Tennessee does have that good pass rush, even though they may not have their best cornerback. But either way, there's too many ifs there. I kind of like I kind of like Jacksonville get the win. This game will be interesting, though. What do you think, Jacksonville? And by the way, if Jacksonville loses, this is something that you could put. As, as Jacksonville loses, they could still get into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think. Um... I don't think there's as a wild card now Tennessee dot you know but Jacksonville can yeah I, I don't think that Peterson has um has got them ready to win big games I think he's got them in a good position and they're still kind of young um and I think that Tennessee will will win and and it's gonna be like a really close game man it's gonna be 21 to 17 something like that the Brock show said, go pack, go. Wing oh, Bacchus. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. a believer now, right? He was, he was right. That's what up. I'm saying. I, I think, I think the, the bot in show, you're right, man. I do think that uh, the Packers, uh, and he's saying the Jacks too. Uh, Pickle says 22-19 Tennessee. Now that's probably in that range. Yeah, man. 22-13. It's probably in that range now. Of course, Henry, he's coming off a of bye week fresh. He could have played last week. Wink, wink. It's that, Mike Vrabel was doing low management last right. week. Right. And you 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 were just talking about you're going, you're going for you call balls and strikes. And Dobbs yeah. has played in the in in the NFL for almost six, six years, years, I think. Right. Well, and, he remember he got drafted in 17. Yeah. And he's April even went 17. ahead and he was a quarterback's coach for the Steelers for for a season. Okay. So he knows play calling. He knows, you know, how to how to manage a game. Um, so he's he's been the only opportunity that he hasn't had, and it's now. And when when a player gets this opportunity, yeah, um, and has a little bit of a already a little, you know, he's been in the league a little bit. Um, you know, that, that hunger, man, that that desire, yeah. man, that, that comes out. And you saw I mean, I saw last week. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but I saw last week when he threw that ball, and I was like, wait, you know, he's he still got it. Like he just needs, he just needs a little bit of help. Now he's got, now they can set up the throws, anything with Derrick Henry back there. Cause you got to keep that defense tight mm -hmm. when Derrick Henry's in there. And I don't, I don't think the Jag, the Jags, you know, I don't think they're going to be ready for Derrick Henry after all these wins. They, they, they're going to, they got to be careful. And if they don't What's play that, like, song and from and listen, uh, green mile or eight mile. Yeah. And, I'm gonna tell you something, man. And this is why <laughs> this is why Peterson got fired. This is what I'm talking about. This medio mediocrity of playing the game inch by inch, old school, dragging things out. When you got people, when you got game changers on the team on the opposite end, you can't do that. And that's why Andy Reid sometimes, you know, luckily he got yeah. Mahomes and, and those game players and changes on his side. But when those games get too tight for Kansas City, you know, you, you can't, you gotta step on people's necks, man. You gotta win out. And um, you know, the Titans have the opportunity to do that because Peterson's one of them coaches that he don't he don't coach like other people, which is kind of why the you know why the Eagles let him go and, and, and why he took a year off and everything. But he's he's doing good job with Jacksonville. Don't get me yeah. wrong, he's doing a good job. But you can't be passive aggressive, man. You can't. And he's going. He better. He hopefully he's changed his mindset. Yeah. If not, they're not winning this game. And it'll be yeah. and it'll be a coaching error. It won't be a team error. It won't be on it won't be on Lawrence, and it won't be You're on that. It, 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 the the Peterson will will have a time management issue. No, not a time. It's, it's him coaching the way he coaches. He's so passive aggressive, man. He's like keeps all these games so close, you know, mm. dragging them out, you know, and and like Jeff Fisher for the Titans back in the day. You, there you go, perfect. <laughs> like you know, oh, we'll just play it inch by inch, and we'll you know you know, make, make these calls. It's not that they make bad calls. It's that, you know, you keep out, you keeping your defense out longer than they need to be there. Yeah. And you keeping your offense, you know, running the ball when you straight to the defense and not making any of those changes, you know, like, 
those kind of small things that are, that eat away at you watching the game. Like, come on, why are they doing? You know, that's right. those kind of things. Um, so I feel like the Titans are going to win because Vrabel's like more motivational guy. He's, he's all about pressuring on the defensive end. His only problem in the last five years with the Titans is that he he hasn't had an old uh, uh, offensive coordinator that that can balance him out. That's been his, that's been the Titans' biggest issue. And here's a, here's another thing that the players they won't say publicly, Carlos, but they know in the back of their mind. Check this out: this game is played tomorrow night at seven o'clock Central Time. Uh, Jacksonville will play that game. If Jacksonville loses, they can still get in. Okay, the Jets have to beat Miami, which I think ought to happen. Buffalo will beat New England. They're pretty heavy favorites to do that. And Cleveland beat Pittsburgh, which I think that'll happen. So. If the Jacksonville Jaguars lose, they could fall to like a seventh seed and become a wild card. Uh, I wouldn't want to get in that way if I'm Jacksonville. But then again, they're a super young team. They're grateful for everything they get. Uh, Tennessee with the guy who's played, uh, had two weeks of practice and his second start. Of course they can win. Of course they. I mean, it sounds crazy until you've seen Dobbs play, but he's not going to have Burks there. It's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry and a lot of short passes. Probably Aquanu, I think is his name. Uh, it's got kind of emerged as tight end for Tennessee. So there, there's a path for Tennessee. And Tennessee had control of the last game they played. Henry just turned the ball over like three times. You know, he was trying to do too much, too many fumbles there. But I just think Jacksonville, I don't know if, if Christian Fulton's going to play. Tennessee's secondary is just abysmal. They need help at cornerback. And I, I could see it going either way, but I, I like I said, I, I'm going to pick Jacksonville to win it. That's good. I mean, we'll see. That's, well, we we shall see a Wukusaki. Now, let me get your thoughts. Uh, well, let me ask you about last week. What did you think about those playoff games? Switching gears to the college game. Well, man, I was surprised. Those were wild, that, wasn't they? I was surprised that the Michigan's depth was didn't even matter. Like right. usually, because that's usually what you know holds holds their team, the team, the fabric of the team together, and all those turnovers and just miss, you know, miss calls. And I mean, that's not a way to go out. And uh, but kudos to TCU for you know, I told yeah. you like, and I and I should have just went with them, but I told you they're fast, yeah. they're strong. You know, the only problem they have is that they don't have any depth. But it, and their matter. running back is hurt. Yeah. Uh, he, there's a chance he won't play. The, I said this on Monday's program or uh, when I talked about the championship game. I think it was like probably Wednesday because of so much happened in that Hamlin game. Um, but basically what I was getting at was I think I, – I think it, I don't think it's rigged or anything like that. I think it's implied. I think it's implied in some of these really big games like that, like that playoff game that the refs keep the underdogs in there, uh, kind of look the other way in some of the calls uh, so they can get those commercials out of the way. For example, there was an unnecessary, there's a targeting call that didn't get called in the Michigan game. Uh, a couple of angles I looked at it in the Michigan game, it looked like that guy from Michigan scored when his rear end fell in the end zone. Mm -hmm. That looked like a touchdown. The Georgia game uh, just missed tackles. Uh, Ohio State was false starting three times in one drop. One time it looked like they false start, and 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 Ohio State thought that or uh, Georgia players thought they false started, and there was no whistle blown. Ohio State guy runs past and gets a huge like thirty something yard game. I said, okay, so that's how it's going to be, and of course Georgia won anyways, right. but they didn't cover. And Michigan, it's like they tried too hard. They tried to be too gimmicky, and they didn't have to. They had the better team, you know. And plus, the refs are helping TCU out early in this game. And before you know it, hey, you got upset. You got beat. That being said, TCU, this would be a miracle. I mean, Sonny Dykes, definitely coach of the year. If they pull this off and beat Georgia tomorrow, are you kidding me? Or Monday, excuse me. That would be one of the greatest turnarounds in history of college football. One-year coach winning a national championship. Uh We'll have to dig deep in the record books to see what their preseason ranking was. This team lost seven games last year, man. And they've got a lot of one-score wins, by the way. I think it's going to strike midnight for them. 
on Monday yeah, night. I, mean, I think Georgia's going to beat them uh, 34-20. Georgia wins over TCU. What's your thoughts about the you national championship? You got 24-20? 34-20. I, I, I got it 27-24. I mean, I think – TCU think or Georgia? Georgia. I think Georgia okay. will win um, – I, oh, that'll be a close game, 27-24. They, they have a – I'm going to say this the same thing as Michigan, but that's just the way I feel. I, that, they have a better – they have a big, better team. Um, they have a deeper team. And Stetson Bennett doesn't – you know, he didn't win nothing, anything for the way he played this year. And if the ball's in his hands, he'll be the MVP at the end of the game. If if the ball's in his hand. Now, if uh, TCU can take care of business, then fine. I'm okay with that because – that's that's gonna make it a game, but I you know you run out of gas when you play like they play eventually, and I think it's yeah they come close, man. They might be you know they might be that what five steps away from the finish line. It's like, not like the college. It's not like the NCAA tournament. It you know I was saying on my shoulder yesterday, breaking this game down. Essentially, when you play a big game in college football and you're a big underdog. Then you got to go and play another big game when yeah. you're in. It's that second game that gets you. Like a lot of the SEC West games, like an LSU, if they play like a, a good Auburn team, then they got to turn around and play Alabama the next week. Yeah, there's a couple picks that we lost on that, right? We huh? lost a couple games like that, that, a couple picks. Like we were talking about, oh, Tennessee can beat, you know, Carolina, and they did, South Carolina, and they didn't. Right. You know, right. they have just played a big game, right? So it's, it's like hard to play that second big game. You got to have um, a second motor. You got to be ready. You got to be yeah. ready mentally. You got to be ready physically. And even if even if they were playing a lesser team this week, it took a lot out of them to beat. Uh, and plus, see, here's the thing. Georgia went a whole month. There was a lot of missed tackles in the Ohio State game. They're going to tighten that up. Georgia's going to look more like Georgia this week. That was rust. They're going to look more like Georgia this week. And you can't throw the ball every down on Georgia. The, the defense, is, you've got a different level of play. We'll find out come April how many Michigan players get drafted versus Georgia players. And it's going to be lopsided for Georgia. Michigan's got some good players, don't get me wrong. They're a lot better. But Georgia, I'm surprised that the Ohio State game was even that. I mean, that was unbelievable. Even with the refs helping Ohio State. Uh, but Ohio State's got NFL receivers. I mean, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be – he's not even a uh, junior this year. Man, he'll be back next year. Yep. You know, and C.J. Stroud, we know he's going to be a top five pick. Uh, they've got some – probably some of those offensive linemen going to make it. And, of course, Georgia, they – I mean, Ringo, I was, I was all over him. But, man, he got torched. A lot of that is just basic, just rust, if you ask me. Yeah, and like um, even TCU, if you think about, it, they're getting enough days off to rest. But I mean, you still need a little, a little, a little bit, a little bit more rest than that because it's not just draining physically; it's draining mentally, and you got to get focused. And that, do you think that TCU has played enough big games to recuperate and understand how to play this game after playing a huge game like that? Right. That, that division to play in. Remember, they were coming. They were coming and winning these games by one, one, two, you know, one point, three points, whatever it was. Yeah, one possession, one possession. They coming back yeah. a lot, one, a lot of one score games. Yeah, I think yeah. it was like six or something like that. So, uh, you can't do that with Georgia, man. You gotta, you gotta play up front with them. And if they come back with and and catch up to you, then you know at, at least you tr you're still trying to move forward. So, um, saying he he called the upset over Georgia, you know. Uh, how how can Georgia lose? Georgia can lose by you know turnovers and stuff. I mean, uh, anybody can get beat. Nobody thought right. that the old two Miami Hurricanes were gonna were going to lose to Ohio State that year. Uh, Ohio State had like five turnovers. You remember that year with Maurice Corrette, those guys, uh, Will Smith, the defensive end. They're very good defense. They got some turnovers on on Miami. And, uh, of course, they got a few pass interference calls at the end. Either way, they upset a much superior team. So it can happen. I'm not saying that it can't happen. Right. I just feel like Georgia's the better team, and it's just going to come midnight for yeah, the I mean, lesser team. TCU has to play the cleanest and best game that they've ever had. Yeah, and I think they, they shot all that last week. 
There's only so many rounds he can shoot, bro. Right. I- <laughs> There's so many, so many times you can hit the three ball, right? But a little, little, little NCAA tournament reference. You got anything else you need to plug? What about the shows? What, what new shows are you doing now? Anything oh, no, I'm just- with Dan? Yeah, I mean, no, I helped out. Uh, helped out the Let's Talk Sports yesterday. They did a, uh, it was doing a fundraiser for, um, for, um, uh, for the player Hamlin, and uh, okay. we also did. Uh, th- they did the, you know, they did one of those where they started in, at four in the afternoon and, and finished by midnight. So I was part of that, but um, you know, I appreciate uh, Dan for all he's doing. You know, this is a a man who's putting himself out there and to help. Somebody else when when he when he's somebody you know who's in need of help. So you guys pray for Dan uh, and uh, and the Buffalo Bills and Hamlin family. You know all of them. Um, you know to recuperate. Oh, you mean Dan Harris? Yeah, Dan Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Shout got out to him and issues or whatever. Yeah, he 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 has his personal problems and they are, yeah. you know he's put himself out there to help other people. You know while he's trying to recuperate from his yeah. Ill, illnesses and ailments. So um, you know you know. That's, that just goes to show, you know, what kind of people that are, you know, behind this programming and, you know, um, yeah. you know, support, support your local. You still programs. work with Keith Engel. Do you guys still do that show on Friday? Yeah, we do. We're, we're on this morning. We're on every Friday. I'm on uh, TGI sports okay. with uh, uh, Keith Engel, the co-host. Uh, you know, we talk about a lot of, a lot of sports. We talk about New York sports, East coast sports. And, uh, you know, um, every morning, eight o'clock Eastern, you know, you can catch us on, uh, we were on Spotify, Roku, all, all, all the all the good stuff. Um, and then, you know, I just want to also wish everybody a happy new year. You know, just think positive. Let's move forward. Let's stay healthy. Uh, you know, it's a big year in front of us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's do big things, you know. Um, and enjoy your sports, man, and, and support support your, uh, your local sports. So, uh, and support young kids playing sports. A lot of them um, don't have the opportunities that they used to. They don't yeah. get to play at school as much uh, anymore, and when they play outside of school, it, it it there is a price that has to be paid for. Your that. kids play sports. Your kids they stop. Yeah, right yeah. Now. My son, I, I put my son in in little league. Uh, he played baseball. He's playing soccer right now at at the school. You know, show show love for if, if you don't have any kids or you do have kids. You know, um, shout out to you guys who who coach your kids and and yeah. uh, or who support your kids, but. You know, make sure that you support them and 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 show them that you care. If anything, you know, so just to help motivate them to stay in, in sports. Yeah, like you saying that Hamlin thing. Uh, there's what what happened to him. Apparently, that has happened. It's more frequent. Uh, it's still rare in lacrosse, from what I hear. In baseball, it's happened, mm-hmm. and 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 players have came back in short ter- short period of time and came back. So. That was some good news that I've heard about uh, that particular injury. I was very nervous for the guy. You know, uh, I thought maybe it may have been the vaccine because uh, a heart uh, there's uh, there's heart uh, side effects, myocarditis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, that's not the case. Now, that still may be the case, a, a side effect of the vaccine. But from everything I'm hearing and reading, uh, the fact that it was just after he made that tackle that stuff like that has happened in uh lacrosse you know yeah, those things sport. are hard those balls are and and if you get hit in the in the chest with that you know and in your hearts between beats apparently that can cause cardiac arrest uh very scary stuff yeah so you know yeah, man. i appreciate you having me tonight hopefully we just keep this thing going every friday yeah. night we should have a party every Friday night with techno music, like those coaches. <laughs> yeah, that, that pickles got me rolling when they said the techno geeks. You know, Te- techno. yeah, some guy's got like a bunch of green lights on. He's got he's in a dark room. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, and he's drawing up plays. You know, <laughs> really? Wait, is that on YouTube? No, no, no. Pickles is calling them tech because they're very young and just that's what he's saying. We that, gotta do something. We'll, we'll we'll play around. And we'll make a segment called Techno Geeks. See that, that's funny. I, think. <laughs> I like it. So man. This you know, next you know, I like that music. Talking playoffs, buddy. So we'll start playoffs. Playoffs. Like Jim Moore, Jack Jim Moore Senior said, playoffs. And Pickles, he's not a fan of those Techno Geeks, but it's just funny. It's funny. They got it. Now you're gonna home listen to some techno and write up some uh, plays. Yeah, I, huh? I play it all the time, man. It's good. It's good to get your brain going sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, when the caffeine don't hit the spot, you gotta hit. You gotta hear some. Some you know, gotta hear some. Remember that song, "Praise You Like I Would" by Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fickle's a trip. Hey man, thank you again for coming on. This thank time next me, week we'll do the same thing. We'll, we'll start right over in playoffs. Good luck this weekend, everybody, and uh, I will see you again. Hit me up this weekend. I'm sure you will if the Titans win. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. All right, buddy. See ya. Thanks, everybody.